Hey y'all, DFoss here. My goal with this Limitless Theory 360 podcast is to connect you with the very people that have positively impacted my life and will continue to impact thousands of others by providing education-based and actionable techniques to creating a limitless perspective on life. So my guest today is a lifelong childhood best friend, somebody I went to elementary school, middle school with, we played baseball together, and then he up and moved out to the Chicago suburbs, and uh, we honestly didn't stay in touch that much, but after junior year of high school, he came back, we rekindled, it was crazy, and every day and every year since, we've been pushing each other, staying in contact, we are two of the three uh, in our little trio, our little wolf pack. And uh, he is one of the most thankful, appreciative, humble, and hardworking people on the planet. I promise you that. Um, you probably know him as Alex. I know him as Brard and or Tony. And uh, everyone will soon know him as X-Ray. Hey! <laughs> What's up, dude? And then we have a special guest today, Gracie. <laughs> dude, what's good, man? Nothing much, bro. That's a hell of an intro. I feel very humbled. Thank you. Good, man. Well, you are one of the most humble people I know, and that's without a doubt. So... Um, I've never heard somebody in my life say thank you more than this guy. Yeah. Where to God. <laughs> Where to God. <laughs> That's true. All right, Gracie, you want me to put you back to sleep? Say bye to everybody. She's going back on the bed, bro. She's got to <laughs> chill. <laughs> now she's like, what the hell? I want to be. I yeah. thought I was. Like, that was pretty cool. I think uh, I think I should be a guest every time. <laughs> that could be your uh, what do they call it? The the guest host or the side the co-host. <laughs> the co-host. I'm the anchor and she's the co-host. <laughs> Coming to you live from San Diego. <laughs> Speaking of Anchorman, this is the Anchorman himself. He's got it. He's got oh. it. Hey, there he is. <laughs> Providing hope for everybody at a little roadie. Yeah, I try to rub it off every day in the shower, but it still hasn't come off. It hasn't come off yet. Still My mom told me it might be permanent marker, but I didn't want to listen. <laughs> I try every day. Every day. No, I'm just kidding. So, guys, we haven't seen each other in like almost a year and a half. Yeah. Crazy. Literally feels like forever but all the time we have crazy insightful beyond out of this world conversations probably like what every two weeks now yeah i'd say every every you know week and a half two weeks probably it's nuts bro it's insane that literally like we haven't hung out in person in so long but i feel like i'm closer with you than so many people that i see like all the time (laughs) yeah no it's it's hard to put into words um and it's also hard. It's like we were chatting about this before. It it's hard to solidify relationships with people 
that you don't see often. Yeah. But it's also hard to solidify relationships with people that you do see often that you don't feel the same connection with yeah. as other people that you don't. And it, it's that weird balance and like, you're in LA, I'm in Florida, we both grew up in Rhode Island, you've moved around a lot more than I have. But it's that sense of, you know, who do I want to put my energy into? It's, it's a real, real complicated question and answer. Crazy. Yeah, bro. I feel like it's honestly the, uh, it's a balance between like, because you can have people you see all the time that you're not having a real connection with, which is okay. And then there's people that you can call and have like crazy deep. And I think it's like more about, it makes me realize that I think it's more about what you're talking about. And if you connect with someone, then if you're there or whatever it may be, because it could be someone like us where it's far away, but we still have that connection. So it can feel so much more fulfilling, but then, you know, it, it, I think it, it depends. It's all about what you're talking about and like just the different relationships you have. Um, but I think it's important where you have people that you can, we can call each other and have these crazy deep conversations. And it's like insane. Honestly, I think about it all the time. It's like, bro, I literally haven't seen you in so long. And it, every time I feel like we're back in the basement, like it literally has never not felt the same way. It's nuts. Yeah. That's such a good way to put it. That, uh, that basement does real things. Yeah. About that place. I can't wait to go back. I actually, I'll be back in September. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah. John, uh, John's getting married. Oh, really? Hey, yeah. just in time for the, the little album drop, too. You'll be out there for that, bro. That'll be nice. Which is, you said you want to have it done by... So, yeah, the goal is um, I'm going to probably drop... Uh, I, I'll ignore the content. I'll just talk about the music because the content's going to be dropping all over the place. The The single is going to try to... I'm going to try to put out the second week of September, and the goal is to have the full project come out the week after that, which is my birthday week, so... I'm hoping to have it drop on my birthday if I can plan it out well. Right now, I am on pace for earlier than that. So I'm giving myself some buffer room. But yeah, that's the goal. Is I want to have a single out a week before, then drop the whole project. But I'll have promo photos, uh, graphics, and animations and stuff. It's probably starting like the last week of August uh, or first week of September, depending. Yo, so everybody, go to X-Ray Music and turn on your post notifications. Fuck yeah, boy. It'll become no, nothing for a little bit. I'm on a hiatus right now. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Every night I get tempted, though, I'm like, drop the photos out. Like, stop waiting. Because some of them are ready. Some of them are ready to go, but it's really hard. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, it's like, you know, we were talking about this before, like in one of our other phone calls. I think that for social media, it's interesting because I think some people are very comfortable with like posting everything constantly. Um, and I think that's great. Like, I wish I could have the ability. Um, I think you're great at that. But then there's, for me, it's like, I think I, what I'm learning is like, if I save up more content and drop it all every few days, like different, I mean, I don't want to say all the different stuff I have because it's, I'm sure we'll get into it in this, but like the, like if I can save it all up and then drop it, it's like appearing that I do have all this streaming content constantly. And I think that like nowadays that's, more important is to like, even if you don't do it all the time, when you do post, you should have it going for like weeks. You know what I mean? You got to keep people engaged because like one post every once in a while, I don't think does what it used to do. And I, that's why for me, I debate like maybe one day I will be able to be someone who's posting all the time. I hope, but like right now I'm in that zone of like, 
maybe because I'm just doing a lot of self work or I want space where I prefer to like save it up and then throw it at people to make it look like I'm doing it all the time. You know what I mean? But I think it's, dude, it's, we talk about it. It's so important, bro. You got to have stuff coming out in like a chain because that's how you grab people's attention. Yeah. No, it's, I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but uh, yeah, most people are day trading attention. So like, it's just crazy. <laughs> Gary V. But, yeah. Gary V. Baby. Gary V. Gary Vaynerchuk. <laughs> it's all about trading attention. All I was doing, all I was doing was trading attention. That's all I realized. All I was doing was just trading attention. So the question is, you do that every day. <laughs> the question is, got attention. Now what are you going to do with it? Always <laughs> fucking said. Dude, what's crazy is I listen to my podcast on Spotify uh, on 1.2, which is not even that bad, but I don't listen to them at real time. I listen to them faster. Oh, that's smart, dude. I got to start doing that because some of the Joe Rogan ones I love, but they're like two and a half hours, bro. Like I don't have time to just sit there for they're two and a um, Well, you can do it on Apple Music. By the way, uh, we are on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple uh, Podcasts. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. So, um, but it's a scientific fact that you can actually listen and intake information through audio at up to three times what you can uh, with reading and with um, with seeing. So it's kind of crazy, um, but it's wild. I like doing it. Like I listen to an impact theory podcast in like 30 minutes. Wow. Usually, so what speed do you go at? You said you got 1.2, 1.3? Yeah. Most wow. of theirs are like 45 to 50. It would take me like 35 minutes to finish it. Not bad. Oh, like I can pretty much finish a full one on the way to work in the morning or way, you know, on the way back. Yeah, that's actually, I got to dude, you're kind of blowing my mind. I forget because you can actually do that on YouTube too. You can like, uh, they, it has that as a button where you can fast forward to like the same, you can adjust it however you want. I didn't so, know that. That's dope. Yeah, you can do it on YouTube too. Um, that's crazy though. So how many, by the way, dude, what podcast is this? How many do you have? What number am I? Um... If you're allowed to say, I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, my mind went somewhere really bad when you asked what number am I. Um, and pause. <laughs> it, uh, I believe this is 10. Oh, lit. Okay, man. Yeah. So um, every Sunday, 3.30, I'm letting them out. Let the dogs out. Hey. So... Uh, that's me. I let the dogs out um, every every Sunday at three thirty. That was so bad, dude. If I if I if this was like a radio uh, setup, I would cue that. <laughs> I can probably add that effect in. I can, yeah. I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so let's get a little more serious. Yeah. yeah. What'd you eat for breakfast this morning? Uh, I actually didn't have breakfast. I skipped right to lunch. I didn't have, uh, I've been actually trying to do, I, it's going to be bad, right? This shouldn't even be a part of your podcast because I'm going to sound like a shitty health person. But no, because you were talking about how you're doing the fasting and even though mine is not regulated and it's just me in my head, I have not been on like weekends and stuff. I'll try to, even if I'm hungry in the morning, like not eat. And then um, like, as I get go, I mean the weekdays I like for work, I'll go in and I'll have whatever is there at work. Normally I have like a little PB&J or something. But this morning, I, uh, right before we talked, 
made a little sammy with uh, turkey, lettuce, tomato, a little bit of cheese, and then, uh, sorry, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Um, a little bit of applesauce. That was my breakfast with some water. Dude, that sounds more like a grinder than a sandy. If we want to go back to a uh, roadie, you know. To be honest, it uh, it would definitely qualify as a grinder. Yeah, it would not be a sandy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I mean, where does where does the fasting put you? Like, do you feel like that's helping you at all? Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, I just feel like for me, my, my big thing is I'm trying to lose the little belly I've gotten over the past year or so. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to cut out late night snacking. And so that's a time where I really, I've been really bad the past couple of nights, but I'll try to like, after dinner, we're cutting it off. I don't want to call it a fast because it's like, I've already eaten dinner, but like, I will not, I'll try not to snack at all. And then in the mornings, I'm trying to just eat less, like eat lighter, because I, I just feel like the problem is I end up, I eat so much food. And for me, it's like I'm eating stuff that is heavier, you know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm trying to either do lighter meals or eat less meals if I'm doing a heavy meal, depending. Uh, but I mean, on the weekdays, I'm not doing that. Like the weekdays, I go into work and I'm so hungry because it's so early in the morning that I got to eat. And like, Normally there I have like, uh, we have the little like rice cakes um, or not, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'll have those, I don't know if it's called rice cakes, but they're like, uh, it's like a little salted, just like sticky rice all together. So I'll have that and then I'll try to have some fruit or something. Like I'll try to get bananas in the house or like do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, dude, my big thing honestly is I've been just trying to eat less carbs. Like I'll, for dinner, I'll cook chicken with, uh, like veggies, mixed vegetables, broccoli, carrots, peas with like some potatoes or something like that. But normally what I'll do is like I would make pasta with chicken or something. And it's like that. I noticed I'm like gaining, I feel more sloppy. Like I just feel shitty afterwards. Yeah. I eat the heavier meal versus if I just do chicken or whatever with the veggies, I'm a little more energized. I feel a little lighter. I feel a little, I think it's light on your feet. Yeah, exactly. But it, it's tough, man. I'm really trying to like, I want to just cut weight. That's what it is really. So I'm been trying to get outside and play basketball and like walk around and run and do as much cardio as I can, you know? Nice. How far are you from the beach? So I'm actually in a good spot now, bro. Like the, the train station is literally like uh, t- closer than when you guys stayed for Airbnb. Literally it is right there. Yeah, it's probably the same distance. So literally, I uh, from there, and I'm further. So like where you guys, you got on, your stop was the Palm Station. Yeah. I'm the, the next two stops over, closer yeah. to the beach. Yeah. So I hop on there. It takes me probably like 20 minutes, and I'm dan- downtown Santa Monica. Um, so dude, my big thing, which I'm going to do after this, is I just go there. I sometimes get a little food, eat on the beach, depending what time. And then I literally will walk all the, the, the walking path slash bike path. I'll walk all the way to the end of Santa Monica and then walk all the way to Venice if I, if I can. Sometimes like it's too long of a walk and then I'll come back and take the train back. But that's been my kind of like, I do that maybe like once or twice during the week and then on the weekends I do it. So I'm trying. You know, that's, dude, long distance walking is so much more beneficial than people think. Mm. Um, I was going to ask you that honestly because it's good to hear that because I'm curious, like, for me, I guess the main exercise I, I'm doing is that, and then maybe once a week I'll go uh, take the train the other direction, go to a basketball court near the station, and yeah. just hoof around. 
So I'm like, are those enough where you think I'll be able to see a difference or am I going to probably need to do more if I really want to lose weight? Um, I would say you need to do some strength and resistance training uh, at least, at least twice a week. Okay. So if you can do a high intensity interval strength training uh, workout for 20 to 30 minutes, two times a week, you you would you would definitely see an increase in muscle tone which is going to naturally just decrease your fat yeah Uh, i gotta do so that's that is the biggest thing um and metabolically you release so many different hormones including testosterone and you know human growth hormone uh when you add resistance um and you know simple things you have pull-up bar yeah, I think we do. Well, I was going to say my friend out here, he basically got a gym membership where you get like two passes every time. So we're going to be going every Sunday now hitting the gym. So that's what I'm thinking is like, I got to start doing more uh, yeah. strength oriented stuff. So pull ups yeah. on that to the list. Basic stuff. I'll send you some, some basic, basic stuff. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you about it, honestly, because it's been on my mind. I honestly haven't been too focused on it because like I got back here. I wanted to get in a good mental space, get my apartment, get the job. And like, now that things are more steady, I'm like, okay, the next step is like, let's get my physical health where it needs to be. You know what I mean? So I would say it's just developing as of the last couple of weeks, you know? I think that's a big part of, uh, you know, what you do physically releases so many hormones uh, that help with mental health. Um, And then same thing nutritionally, right? Like, Something as simple as you you feel crappy when you eat a heavy carb loaded meal. Okay, so what does that do to your mental health? Hmm. Like, you feel crappy. There's crappy hormones running through your bloodstream. Oh yeah. Your brain affecting your decision making and affecting your motivation, your ability to take action, your perseverance through a struggle, and your discipline to stay on the path that you know is going to fulfill you in the long run. So, so true. That's why I also like the fact that you're, you know, I'm going to just throw a fast in there, even if I'm a little bit hungry, because that's just going to build discipline. It's going to say, okay, I I told myself I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. Mm -hmm. And that alone gives you mental fortitude. It gives you mental confidence to, be on top of something that might come up in the future. Oh, it's so true. And, and I notice it because I mean, when I wake up in the morning, like on the weekends and I won't eat and I'm starving, like I can feel it where, and then that meal is more rewarding and I get more energized. But like during the weekdays, when I have that moment where I'm like, I feel like if I'm not doing that, if I'm eating the second I get hungry, it's like I, because you don't need to do that. That's what you told me. Like you don't actually need to eat every time you get that just quick feeling of like, oh, I'm kind of hungry. And it's like the more that I'm dude, I struggle with that every day. Bro, it's, it's like our, it's human nature. You know what I mean? It's like, we of course want to fulfill it. But that's my thing is like, I'm trying to train myself that if I am able to resist that a little more than when it's late night and I smoked and I'm like, oh man, let me order that fucking burger or go to that place. It's like, okay, I don't really need to eat. Like, it's just, I want to eat. I already had enough meals today. I know that this is just going to go straight to my fucking thighs or whatever they say. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting here watching fucking TV shows, eating food. It's like, but it, dude, it's, it's so tough, man. It's so tough. And like, 
it's hard in the mornings because I get so fucking aggravated when I'm hungry in the mornings and I feel like so irritable. But you know, it's funny too also, man, I know I'm all over the place, but no, so you're, you're talking about the late meals. And man, so we get uh, where I work, there's food, a food truck every uh, day, like a different one that posts up outside. Okay. Uh, which is so cool. Um, yeah. Oh man, I mean, they only do it because the building I'm at is like all these, it's an agency and it's super Hollywood. So they just try to make him as happy as possible. But they had one of those, uh, I think they're poke bowls or whatever it's called. Yeah, yep. I actually didn't even know that it was raw fish and I just ordered it. But uh, <laughs> so, which was a little weird. I was like, what the fuck is this? Dude, I ate it and I, I felt so fucking energized, bro. Like I felt so light afterwards. Like my body was like, versus they get the food truck that's like a burger and fries. It's, and I think some days for me, like I'm trying to learn that balance of like comfort food. Because there are days when I'm like, Okay, you know what? This is my once a week. I'm gonna get a burger. I feel shitty right now, but it's hard. It's like sometimes I'll do that, and it's true. Like, what really does make me feel better though? Like sometimes the comfort food does. But like sometimes what makes me feel better is I eat a light meal, and I'm like, all right, let's keep going. Like, let's get back at it. Let's get what I need to done. Versus like now I'm fucking tired from all that salt I just had. You know? <laughs> it's that uh, short term versus long term gain, right? Like comfort food, ninety percent of the time, like you're gonna put it in your mouth, and you're gonna be like. Oh, <laughs> and then 15 minutes later you're like yeah, exactly bro and you're sluggish struggling to have conversations struggling to motivate you know yourself never mind anyone else to improve what they're doing around you so from my perspective right someone who is helping people with that stuff someone who is trying to put forth energy into other people so that they have more so that they are able to make better decisions for me to take on that quick comfort of, I just really want this, it takes away from my career. Yeah. What honestly, just it limits what I can do and the impact I can have on people, which is my whole purpose. It's so true. And honestly, bro, I, it's, I love this topic. Uh, well, so two things. I'll say also, it's weird because, you know, I imagine myself like in this, uh, once I can be a full-time musician, because I feel like now I'm like, I am a musician. I'm like, I finally am obtaining the level where I'm confident enough to admit it. But now I'm like imagining what would I do if this is my full-time job? And I, and I think to myself, like, I wouldn't be eating these meals. Like the reason I'm doing it is because I'm in this day job environment and I go out there and it's like, oh, there's a burger. Well, it'll kind of make me feel a little better. And it's interesting because... Uh, so that's the first thing I want to say about all that is like, I, you know what I mean? I, the, the lifestyle I'm living, I think is not that it's an excuse, but I think it's a, a factor, but it's interesting you talk about that short term satisfaction because I think that ties into even deeper than just food, right? That is like our mental health period is sometimes a part of it is learning to not give in to like that instant gratification. Cause like as humans, that's always what we want is like, we freak out and we just want to feel better. But it's true. It's like when you can train yourself to rely on yourself, oh, I don't need that burger. I can still eat a healthy meal or I blah, blah, blah. Or uh, I'm not going to go smoke right now because I want to keep doing my thing. Or uh, I don't want to go scroll on my phone or watch these videos that I know aren't really like these are just stupid videos or, you know, or even just negative behavior. I'm not going to hit up this person I know I don't need to be with or like, you know, I'm, uh, I'm going to hang out with this group that I don't really want to. But I, it's like, I feel like these temptations, they, when you're able to like learn what that's coming from and food is a great example. It's like, I'm having a shitty day. I don't really like my job or blah, blah, blah. I'm going to 
oh, they got a burger. Oh, that'll make me feel better. And it's like you eat the burger and then afterwards you're like, oh man, now I'm in the same situation and I feel more tired. It's like the long-term satisfaction of like being able to pick yourself up and think of the long-term, I think is like a huge part of growing up and learning how to like make the right decisions because I mean, it's just being mindful. If you're able to be conscious of the long term, then you're able to like have a perspective that I just think is more beneficial, but it's hard. And I struggle with it every fucking five minutes, not in terms of food or anything, but like, oh, do I need to focus on this right now? No, of course not. But like, I'm still going to focus on it for no reason. It's like, how do you, <laughs> you know, you can learn not to. I still want to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant right now because I, so many light bulbs just went off in my head, dude. <laughs> All right. So you're talking about feeding that initial instinct, right? Like I'm hungry. I want this. I'm going to, I'm going to fixate on that. Right. There's, I just finished reading why we hate that book uh, probably like three, four weeks ago. And I now yesterday just finished taking notes on it. Because it was that powerful, I folded over just about every freaking page for the last three chapters. And dude, it talks all about this from a neurological standpoint, from a brain capacity standpoint. It talks about consciousness, talks about that initial instinct, that human drive that's embedded in our genetics to fully understand what's going on with our surroundings, our scenarios, our emotional feelings and our environmental feeling and how do we make a solution that pleases all of it it's absolutely insane so when you have that first thought like yes i want that food because you see it you smell it right and a sense is felt and you take on that instinct of i need it or i want it and all of a sudden your primitive neural system, right? Your, your, the constituents of your brain that were first, that we evolved from. Yeah, the animal instincts. Exactly. Those, only thing they think about is survival, reproduction, food, shelter, oxygen, mm -hmm. right? So, and connection, human connection, like we were talking about, it's it's hard to have a phone conversation and feel connection, but you can feel connected when you're in the room with somebody talking to them one-on-one, -on -one, like in, in your space. And that ability to control that primitive instinct with things like fasting or with things like um, meditation or with things like breath work, it puts you in such a more controlled state from an advanced neural standpoint, right? That, that prefrontal cortex where you can control what's going on in your mind, you're, you, what are you thinking? And it's crazy, dude. It, it goes into talking about the map of who you are. Yeah. Right? The, the way that we see ourselves is simply a reflection of the neurological map that we have on the outside of our brains that gets information from a couple of main places and all of those main places have to do with our instinct, our survival instinct, right? So you have your hands, your feet, your genitals and your, uh, your nose and your tongue. 
those take in more sensory information than anything and that takes up the biggest part of our map of who we are Mm. so it's literally that those nerves map out who we see as me oh yeah dude and it's crazy fire the fuck out. i i guess i got you got like so i got three things that it made me think of yeah Uh, i got 16 no no three things so first off um i see i'm gonna forget all of them right now first off i think um you know i'm just gonna cut to the one that's on my mind because i can't really get the other two now so it's oh yeah that's so okay i remember two of them so one <laughs> i'm still alex Brown, man. so what <laughs> thing is like the uh in terms of like oh man how do i should i get it see now i'm fucking forgetting okay oh yeah you were saying because it allows you to control right and I would argue that it is actually the complete opposite. Like by not giving into those instincts, mm-hmm. we're not controlling our mind. We're allowing ourselves to like free ourselves from that control in a sense. Exactly. It's like through that no control, you have control. And that is the, the big thing that I want to get into, which is like a huge part of what my album and some of my posts are going to be about, which is mental health, right? And a big thing with me in therapy, which I'm going through and uh, something that I've uh, months started, beginning of it, I had this explanation from my therapist and stuff that I read about, which is my hardest thing to deal with is anxiety, right? Like obviously anybody can tell that is the the thing that I struggle with the most because I have it genetically and through a lot of trauma. And what I was, what was explained to me um, is that anxiety is a human instinct and like what my therapist has said is the reason that we can prove that is there was a study back in the day uh back in the 80s where they were allowed to do shit like this where they took a baby and they put the baby's mom on the other side of like a two or three foot uh space in between the space they made it see-through and it was elevated so it looked like you were, you know, you were going to fall over the edge, much like there's bridges. They do that over the Grand Canyon where it's see-through and like the baby, even though the mom was on the other side, which we know a baby's instinct is always to go to their mom. It wouldn't go over because it had this anxiety of a fear of heights, right? It's like this naturally embedded thing. So that's what I'm learning is like all of this stuff that we have, these natural, like, oh, I want to eat that food. It's, that's the third thing. It all came together. It's not that it's bad. Like I used to have this impression like, oh, that's bad. Like, oh man, I'm fucked up because I'm like this. Something's wrong with me. And what I've been learning is no, 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 no. We all, this is being human. Like we all want to eat the food that smells good because our reaction is like, I want to eat right now. That's what we as apes, it's like, you don't, oh, I don't want to eat this. It's not healthy. Like you just fucking eat it. You know what I mean? And, and same thing with anxiety is like, oh, uh, you know, uh, I'm afraid of, uh, I'm not, you know, I'm afraid of some, I hear some bike in the distance Well, I have anxiety. It's going to hit me and I move out of the way. And there was a bike, you know what I mean? It's like, so the, the thing is like, it's not to just conquer it all completely. Cause let's say I was just to completely get rid of anxiety. That would be stupid. Like then I, if a dog was running at me about to attack me, I would be like, oh, I'm not anxious. That dog, I, I can survive anything. It's like, no, bro, you should fucking run, bro. That dog is going to kill you. So it's like, I'm realizing now that all of these things, and this is like a big message that I want to give to people. And I think you do a great job of giving. It's not that people like all of us, we're not, nobody's living their life the wrong way. Like 
we're all making the best we have uh, with what we were given as humans and the world we live in, which can be very challenging. Environment, nurture versus nature and nurture. I don't think it's a versus, it's nurture and nature. Mm -hmm. You're naturally born with things and then your environment moves those things in a certain direction on a scale and we're all on a scale we're all on a spectrum we're all at different points yeah and we're all just exact and we're all just trying to figure it out man like i think we forget that we are just evolved apes like we aren't god because we have this higher consciousness as humans like we can conceptualize that we are humans and we can build these incredible things and this technology i think we forget that like we're still animals though like we still have things that are holding us back and like uh, natural emotions that like we have to get over it. That's why people cheat and have affairs and shit. You know what I mean? It's like we have these natural tendencies and the key is like not learning exactly what you're saying, bro. It's like to control all those things. What I'm learning is like the key isn't to try to control all of it because then you go insane. It's to like learn about it and learn how to free yourself from those things. Yeah. Oh, I'm tempted. I'm tempted to eat this burger. I'm not going to try to like, control and like i'm just gonna learn okay i don't need this burger man. like i'm gonna let that emotion i'm gonna acknowledge it's there and i'm gonna let it go just like when you meditate you know what i mean that's what it's all about and and to go back to your point on anxiousness right anxiety yes it's there it's there for everybody and it's there in every scenario but once again it's on that spectrum it may be here it may be there but the cool thing is that spectrum is infinite because we are evolving <laughs> as we evolve. The spectrum evolves. Right. Yes. And that's why, I mean, that's where limitless theory comes from. Like the more that you can put yourself in a scenario in a situation to elevate from what you were previously given, then you can continue to allow people beyond your years to do the same. Exactly. And exponential growth is infinite. It's there's no telling when it's going to stop. I mean, apes are in the stone age right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They, it's true. they are evolving into using tools and being able to like, they are starting to get way more opposable fingers and thumbs and things of that nature. Oh yeah. Cause why? Cause there's not as many trees to freaking climb on. So they have to build crap. They, like, it would, it's like, you know, we even look at, um, and it's really unfortunate, but like third world, first world countries, it's like everybody is evolving. And that's why I think people look at America as this, we are the future, but like the future still has a ton of problems. Like, you know, I, and my, a great example that I thought of is, uh, the future has more problems, more money, more, more money. Took the words out of my fucking mouth. No, but really, bro, it's like I was watching this video uh, with my roommate yesterday, and uh, it was like just one of these stupid, like uh, YouTube kind of, uh, like one of the the like uh, front page, like a Reddit type funny video. Like we, and it was all about this kid. They call him like Fatty or whatever, and he's like this kid who lives out in Michigan or something, and like literally he just makes these crazy YouTube videos of him making like the most ridiculous food and like doing stupid shit. And it's like, I was laughing and I was saying to my roommate, like, this is so American. Because like only in America can you literally do whatever you want. Like his house is a disaster. And, I, you know, to tell the truth, like the kid had, I think he was on the spectrum. And like, I thought the video was kind of harsh because they were like making fun of him, even though he's just like, this kid living his best life. But it's like, that's the thing in America, we have these, this ability where like, 
you and I, we could decide like, yo, let's just fucking like where hippies come from. Let's just fucking do whatever we want. And it's like America, you have that freedom, but with that freedom comes, well, what really makes me happy then? Like we could just live our life doing whatever we want, but is doing whatever we want fulfilling. And that's the thing. I think it's a matter of, uh, Pushing it. And that's why, like, what, you know, I think why you, you talked about you, me, and Eric, how we have this type of, uh, uh, like, three amigos type energy. It's like that energy, the limitless theory thing with you, it's like for me, I, the brand that I like is with my music, X-Ray, this, like, spiritual type of revolutionary in music. And, like, that's what I've been realizing and something that I'm so happy I can say in a podcast for other people to hear, especially anybody who's trying to become a musician. Because... The truth is like a lot of musicians, rappers and kids like me, we have broken paths. So we try to make music to inspire other people and lift ourselves up and it's an ability we have. But the problem is like I see a lot of musicians and I did the same thing when I started, especially rappers like these kids on Instagram just recording it and then they spend ad money and they put it out there. It's like the music can be too emotional, not in a sense where the subject matter because every, um, emotional music's great. Kendrick's a great example. He makes music about really, but... <clears throat> Kids make music and they think like, I'm going to change the world. I'm going to change the world with the song. And like what I'm learning is like that kid needs to change his own world. That's the problem. Because when you can discover yourself and make your world better, you realize just like what you said, Dylan, it's not something that can just change. Like we're not going to just become this ultimate race of humans because there's no, it, it's, it's infinite. Like all we can do, it's limitless. All we can do is just, pass it on a little bit further and just pray that it keep like that's our job i think as humans is like we can't just fix all the world problems because we would have fucking done it by now what we can do though is give the torch and get as you know f become the best people we can be create a brand that empowers people help educate people on the tools that we use to make ourselves better yeah. and then they keep doing it for their kids and the future generations like that is the real change not just doing one thing that's going to fix it all. Like, I, I just don't think that's real. You know what I mean? Uh, it's not. And, and like you pointed out, it is the ability to educate people. Because I tweeted this the other day, right? Um, <clears throat> it's... Let me actually pull this up quick because I, I want to say this again. Yeah, you want to do it justice, bro. No worries. Yeah, no. And it has to do with our our ability and our possibility to make change one thing at a time. Yeah. One thing at a time. Right. Um, this is what it was. Inertia is the possibility, right? So inertia, meaning that once something is going, it continues to go, correct? Mm -hmm. Knowledge is potential energy, right? So you educate people and they now have more potential. Mm -hmm. Whether it's to do good or bad with that potential, that's a risk you have to take. Mm -hmm. Action is kinetic energy. Action is what causes that, uh, that energy that's built up to be used 
and then for inertia to take wind with it and continue on and further those possibilities how far can we go yeah so true it's it's just a matter of educating people giving them the tools to control aka right not be controlled by what's going on in their mind Mm -hmm. and then connect with people and continue to pass that on as time evolves that's all that's that's all we can hope for i mean that right there is the key i'm sorry to interrupt but i i think you know it really makes me think about uh things like trump getting elected or you know and i hate to make this political or whatever but it's like you know things that happen uh, whatever it may be, right? If you're someone who does, I guess I'm trying to be accepting to everybody as I'm getting older. My point is like, if you're someone like me who was like, oh my God, it's the end of the country. Like, I can't believe this is happening. I'm really scared. Like, this is the opposite of Obama or whatever. It's like things like that or whatever it may be, like, you know, JFK getting assassinated, like these horrible things that happen where everybody's like, the world is over. Like, the thing I'm realizing is like, the positivity and like the energy that we're talking about it can never die. Like the thing that we always have to remember as people that are trying to like do the right thing and educate people is like, it is really hard. And that's why people cop out and do bad things. Like it's easier for me to eat shitty, fuck a ton of people, you know, be a shitty guy to people, to girls, to, you know, my friends and just like, you know, do whatever I want because it's easy to just in our age of social media, do we see a different shooting every day. So it's like, of course, it's easy to give up, but what you have to remember is like our energy, that energy of wanting to make things better, like the limitless theory, all of this, like that inertia, it can never die. And it's been going on ever since humans were around. Like there's been revolutions and there's been change ever since humanity started. So it's like, even though things can seem really dark and scary, it's like there's hope can never die, even when it's just like in, in like star wars it's like the, the evil people take over everywhere there's like only two jedis left or whatever it's like that is metaphorical though like these yeah. two guys their hope all that matters is that it still exists and even if they die and they don't exist that energy of the good side of the positivity of things is always going to be there and like that's something to me that it's so uplifting it makes me it's true like all we can do then is just keep pushing it on and even when bad things happen or you know, uh, it's not moving as the music's not moving as quick or whatever. It's like, it doesn't matter. Like is it, you're still, as long as you're aligned with that good energy and like the, your intentions are there, you're going to have a, days where you eat the burger or days where you're going to not be able to control the anxiety or whatever. And it's like, all you have to do is keep pushing and realize that it's, it's never ending. Like it's, it's normal. Exactly. It's just part of what it, that is the whole thing is like, exactly. trying to learn how to do it, you know? And that's a bad word to use. Like normal is a terrible word to use. I hate using that word. I also dislike using H-A-T-E. I do not like saying that either. But it, like things like that slip out. It's, it is what happens. Mm-hmm. But things like noticing it and being more aware and self-aware and conscious and open to the fact that I'm not going to just go cry now and sulk on the fact that I did it. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to move with it. Exactly. Right. It's like you keep going 
and you allow yourself to feel the way you feel and acknowledge it. And, you know, that's dude, uh, Jay Cole always talks about that. Like, uh, there's an interview, the newer one with Angie Martinez, they're talking about meditation and you can tell Angie is someone that as the general public is in America is like, it's so taboo. It's like, what do you mean meditate? Like people get intimidated by it because they've never thought of it. And she was like, Oh, I try to, but I get so frustrated because I can tell my mind is going somewhere else. And Jay Cole goes, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Even just that, you are way higher level than other people. Like you yeah. should be grateful that you can even acknowledge it happening. Like it's so no matter where you are, you still got to be proud of where you are because you're still at a better place than a lot of other people. And you're still in a better place than you once were. So even if but, you can't, yeah, I was just going to say it's, we shouldn't compare to yeah, yeah. other people, right? <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. I am we're way better than average Joe over that guy. I'm wearing purple. I'm with Globo gym. No, but, no, that's uh, better than other. Yeah, it's a good way. You're better than you used to be, not other exactly. people. Like, Everybody's at their own place, you know. I was thinking about that today, and it was in regards to uh, my eating. Um, and I got down on myself for a second, and then I was like, hold on, think back. Where was I one year ago? What were the things I was doing? I would have never, never fasted for 48 hours on a random weekend. Exactly, bro. Yeah. Exactly. That Never. is so powerful right there. You know what I mean? Like I, I and it's awesome because it's not like I came up with the idea. Right? I was pushed and motivated to do it by somebody else. Hmm. That was the education that put possible, you know, the possibility into my mind. Right, that was potential energy built up. Like someone else did it, so can I. Mm -hmm. Take action. All of a sudden, you've made change. Exactly. Right? It's so fucking true, bro. It's so sorry. So now, when you you were talking about the fact that, like, if this was your full time gig, if you were just making music, you wouldn't make these decisions. What other things in your life would you alter? Or would you take way more seriously? A great fucking question, dude. Great. That's great. I'm proud of you, man. This is some <laughs> next level podcast shit. So I'll say this. First off, let me just clarify and say that even hearing you say that back, I think I have to acknowledge that I assume that none of those things would be a factor. But of course, I'm sure I would still be messing up, right? Because like, of it, it's like how that's the why. What would you make an effort yeah, that's a good thought more. So definitely the food is a huge part of it. Like I think that because like the life that I desire as a musician, even though there are studios and shows and podcasts and all places I'll be going, I like to imagine that uh, having that freedom though, a little more freedom would allow me to go where I want to eat more and eat the food I want more and have, you know, I love this place, but like this kitchen can sometimes make me not want to cook because like it's hot as fuck in here. It's like, I've just moved here. So I haven't even gotten the right setup. Like, so I like to think that, and I like to think that the, the place that I'm at, it's hard because like there's, I'm in Beverly Hills and like uh, low key flex and the, like there's food near me, but like, to go to like a healthy place is like, I gotta, I actually have to walk kind of far and I only get a 30 minute break. So it's like, sometimes I, I gotta bring food to work. And it's like, sometimes I don't cook the night before because I get home from work and I'm fucking tired. I don't want to make two meals. I just want to make a dinner. 
or uh, I want to go to the, the, the food trucks there and it's like the food truck, there's only one food truck and it's not always healthy because it's a food truck and not all food trucks. So it's like, I like to think that the food would be something that would be affected that I want to. Another big thing I think is like my mental health. Like I'm really trying because I realize that, you know, I think that there's two sides of it. Like you said, it's like, there's the environment are factors and I'm starting to learn that like, if you have really good mental health, it doesn't matter what your job is, what you're doing, whatever, like you, you are able to be mindful and like calm yourself. But I think that we have to admit that as humans, the environment does play a big factor. And like, you could say that, you know, Nelson Mandela was in jail for four years and he kept his mind good, but like not everybody in jail can do that. Right. Cause the environment you're in is really hard. So it's like, but, but how much know, work did he do before he got there? Exactly. Right. Where exactly. On the spectrum was he because of all the positive affirmations that he put into his head before he got there? That's a great point, actually. It's like, yeah, if you have the, so no, but that's, so I guess that's a big thing for me is like, I think that if I could take the day job out, which even though I love the job I'm at now as a day job, it's, st- I hate it. You know what I mean? It's still a day job. So it's like, I, I like to think that if that wasn't there, mentally, I would be able to stay in that zone more. Uh, I, I think I just have a little, I, I would be able to focus more on the stuff I want to. And like, I don't think, I think I would still have to do all the work, but it would just be a little less difficult. Like, I think it would be a little easier. That's not really like a literal thing though. I, I think another little thing would be the the physical health though, like working out and stuff like that. It's like the schedule I'm at now and the fact that I'm taking public transportation that can be delayed and slow like you know i go to work uh i wake up at like 7 30 or something and you know that's an excuse because like bro i know you wake up hella early my dad wakes up at five like i could push myself but like to me i'm there's been so much that i'm going through that like i'm getting there i'm trying to so it's like i like to think that if i didn't have if i could just take that out of the situation and i could like really get up whenever i wanted and like get home at a different time and do like do things and build my own schedule i think that i would I, that's the big part of it if i could build my own schedule i think i would build working out into it more but because my schedule is dictated by this giant chunk with the day job it's something that i'm like struggling with because i come home and it's like i do want to work out but like sometimes i want to do the music or sometimes i want to relax or sometimes i want to video chat with people or go out like I think that I, that's something I'd want to be able to change. Um, and then the biggest part of it though, which is the most obvious answer is the music. Like if I had the freedom to do music full time and I was getting paid for it full time, it wouldn't be like six months to put out a mixtape. Like I would just be recording and dropping shit every week. Like Gary Vee always says someone should do and what Russ did and how Russ got famous. Like I really have all that content in me, but the problem is like, I have to save up the money. I have to save up the time. I have to put it all together and make it work. Like if that was just my job and I had money to be spending on music because I'm getting paid just to do the music, I would be like, I would have a fucking system out here. I'd have a guy to go to. I'd have a, and it would be, you know, what I'm developing now, I'm creating a system for this mixtape. I'm hoping that I can keep it going in the future. If I instantly didn't have a day job, I would just make that a business. I would talk to all these guys and say, listen, this isn't a one-time thing. Like, let's do this shit every week and let's just keep it fucking going until it gets to the level we need to be. Let's keep doing shows. Let's get out there. Let's get someone who can manage me. Let's, you know, I think it would be the ability to, to level up. And that's why I'm really trying so hard to get to that point because to me, and this might be a little cocky, but like, you know how I am. I'm really humble. But the one thing I'm confident about is my music. And like, I just feel like, 
getting to that point of like, I'm a full-time musician, that's the hard part. Once I get there, I know I can take it to wherever it needs to be. But like, that's what I'm fighting so hard to get to now because I just feel like the ability to have that freedom, especially with someone like me who has a lot of other stuff they're working on and like a, a big plate, so to speak, if I could take off the day job as one of those things, I think it would just, it would free up time for all the positive things that I'm really trying to learn how to incorporate with the day job, you know? Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. I, and I think it's become very evident to anybody and everybody in all industries, right? That fitness, nutrition, and mental health are the number top those are the top three things that you need to have in place in order to be good at whatever you are doing there's no debate right and once you put yourself in a position where those are good where those are at the forefront of your priorities then you start to put yourself in the position to become financially and economically and socially at that level that you are talking about leveling up right it's so honestly i'm, I'm cutting you off just because what you said right there is so fucking important and i and i want the viewers at home to know that by health nutrition and mental health we don't mean you have to be a fucking stud like dylan here or you know someone eating perfect or someone who's like a fucking monk with their mental health or a ther like someone who it's just about getting to the place you feel good enough or then socially you can go out there put yourself out there with your career you are like living it you're not trying to be something you aren't that's all you need but it's i just i had to say is it that is Literally, what I've since I came back out here as of a couple months ago, that's been your focus. My priority let me get those three things where I need to be, and then everything else will happen naturally, which is what's happening. And now I'm in the middle, and there is a struggle between how do I maintain these things while the other things are happening. But, uh, dude, that's, it, that's the key right there. I think that's what you really do need to be happy. You get those, then you get the social stuff, and then you get a good career, and that's fucking it. I mean, what else do you want? And, and I think. Uh, another thing that's really cool is it's happening right now. It's being talked about and focused on more than any time ever before in history. And uh, I was just talking to some of my business partners this morning and she was talking about how uh, fat Joe was on Dr. Oz this morning. Dr. Oz, I could care less about the guy, right? <laughs> but huge face in the community. Correct huge platform you know yeah. every middle-aged woman loves the guy to death and the ability for fat joe who does the exact same thing i do which is awesome to think about he's out there talking about these three things he's mm -hmm. out there talking about how there's going to be a hip-hop health revolution oh yeah and he made that documentary feel feel rich with Common, The Game, 50, and all of these amazing, amazing well-known rappers from the 80s, like late 80s, 90s, and early 2000s, 
and they are really changing the game. They're talking about plant-based diets, eating whole foods, meditating, working out. The game does like the same thing I do on Saturday mornings. He like a big group of people working out together in a community. He's doing that with a big group of like random diverse people. This is the dude that's talking about shooting people and selling this and that in his songs 15 years ago. And now he's like running through the woods with this group of people, including kids and all these different, you know, folks and walks of life. And then they're eating healthy and meditating. Like, Oh, it's great too. Russell, uh, Russell Simmons is a huge thing too. Like he's a, Dude, he has all these books on meditation and it's unbelievable. And dude, I, I love that you say that because it's true. I think there is this giant revolution and uh, you can even see it with newer rappers too. Like in some of them, like a guy that uh, even if you don't know, would be great to check out Mick Jenkins. He makes all this music about mindfulness and his whole thing is, and the whole theme of all his albums or a lot of them and a lot of songs is water. Like literally, yeah, bless you. He calls water the healing component and he's like, we all need to drink more water. Like we should all be hydrated all the time. And it's a metaphor to meditation and health. It's like, you gotta be clearing yourself out of drinking water. Um, so yeah, dude, I think it's true. Like there is this big revolution in rap and I just aspire to be a part of the newer generation that's taking all those lessons. Dude, even Wu-Tang Clan, man, they made a document about them. I think three out of five or whatever, like they're all fucking vegan, bro. I mean, it's insane. Like these guys are these street thugs coming out as rappers. And then now they have this, they, they're learning and taking this knowledge and for guys like us that are at the bottom it's like that is the greatest stuff you can pass down because like mm-hmm. that is and, and you know for anybody listening the reason dylan and i know that is because when we live that way we just feel happier i mean you don't even need to explain it there's no proof it's just real you know yeah there's and in the the feeling and the emotion can be felt by everyone around you it's, it's the energy the aura the vibe it's all very very real and food is literally energy being broken down in your body so if you don't think that that energy is then being put out by you the source of where it is being used then you're just you are ignorant and i'm gonna say that you're you're ignorant to the fact that uh there is millions of years of evolution and science behind this and you you and honestly, man, I, I got to keep going with it too, because uh, we're talking about the three main things. You were talking about nutrition right there and you know, mental health, which I try to be careful with this because like, I don't want to call anybody ignorant to their own mental health because people that are going through really severe stuff, that's not what I'm talking about. Like no. people that are, so I'm, those people, you guys are warriors and, you know, keep pushing. But for people that are just dicks to everybody and really those guys that you see and you're like, oh, that guy's an asshole. It's like that guy, in my opinion or Trump is a great example. It's like, he's just ignorant to his own mental health. Like he does not realize that he's a sociopath or, you know, people that are just, uh, you know, guys at work, I know that are just really rude or, you know, they just act like dicks to people. I'm like, bro, it's the same thing. Like the food breaks down and it goes, it's like, bro, your mental health is rotten and you're ignorant to it. And like that energy is getting spewed out. Like I can tell, like a great example is I have one of my bosses, so I won't say, you know, God forbid this gets famous and she ever were to see it. But like, you know, she... (laughs) so like she gets so overwhelmed with stuff and i can tell it's like because mentally she's just worrying about too many people at once like in her family and like people come in and they bring stuff to her at her table normal stuff and she'll get mad or like oh get bring this to me later like she'll get mean to them and i'm like i i don't think you're realizing that like 
you just put out that negative energy and kind of hurt that person mm -hmm. because like you're not conceptualizing that you're overwhelming yourself. Like it's not, it's all in your head. Like you don't actually need to feel this way. Like you're just a normal person with a family and a job. Like these are things that we all deal with. So like, I'm not saying that, you know, I know it's tough, everybody that's, you know, we're all working and doing day jobs, but like, if you're letting that ruin your, your mood, which I do too, it's like, that's just being ignorant to the fact that like, it's not the job it is. It can be your mental health. Like you're not taking care of yourself. So then you just take it out on other people. It's the same thing. It's the same thing as the food. It's like, if you don't take care of it, if you're ignorant to it, it's going to come out as negative energy, you know, whether you like it or not. Chronic disease is plaguing every single person on planet earth right now. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> And it's not because we have a lack of, you know, acute medicine. Like yeah, we don't, we don't have a lack of reason. Even mental health now, it's expanding in this. I mean, thank God it's becoming this way now. It's this massive field, and it's all scientific. So with nutrition, fitness, and mental health, there's tons of science behind it, and it's true. If you don't do the the research, and as we both said, it's hard. Like we have bad days too, and we we're trying to. It's not something that is the right or the wrong way. It's just about, do you want your life to be a little bit better? Then do some research and learn about these things and implement it. Take the action, you know? And if you want accountability, if you want someone to sit there and walk you through and educate you, you know, person to person, please, I, I'm begging for people to come. <laughs> I'm begging. <laughs> I could care less if you do because I'm going to focus on me. Yeah more the more you don't want my attention or you the more you don't want education i'm going to focus more on what i can do what i can do what i can do what i can do for myself and for the people who are actually willing to listen and that's why some of the people that aren't going to listen are going to be the people that are closest to you some of the people that are going to listen are going to be people that you've never seen before and just write you off as a nobody and that's fine that it's yeah. all completely fine that you'd have no expectations to live up to. The only thing you can try to do is be better than you were yesterday. And, and that's you know, for all of us, that's for me, that's for you, Brad. I mean, that's, well, no, and I think about it. No, that goes for DJ Khaled. That goes for anybody and everybody. Like it doesn't matter who you are. You, they're all just trying to get better. Well, no. And honestly, man, you know, it's something that I think about because sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm trying to get healthy. And then I have a best friend who's like a guru at this stuff and I don't hit him up for it. And it's like, it's true. It's like sometimes the people closest to you are like that. You know, man, I actually, I don't know if it was my mom or my therapist or like someone I was talking to about that because it was just on my mind. And you know, I think the reason that people are is because like, the people like, you know, musicians, it's like people close to me, like, I mean, you guys are different because you're so, of course you're going to listen, but like, there's people I know that do know me well and like, they're not going to check it out, but then random people that I advertise to will. And it's like, I think that the, the reason it is like that is because humans are really insecure. So it's easier to like believe in someone that you don't know or doesn't know you because you'll, it's like never meet your heroes. So it's like, for me, it's, and you know, there's other reasons too. And like, you know, that I do talk to you. So it's a little different, but like, it is that sense of like, Oh, it's kind of, it's like a little insecure. Like I'm afraid to put myself out there to this person and, and trust this person with it or whatever it may be. And like you said, you can't let that stuff bother you. Like when people don't listen to my music that I know, I'm like, listen, bro, like there's a lot of music out there. It's okay. Like if you still support me as a friend, that's great. If you, 
take part in it, that's great too. But it's true. It's like everybody's going to be on their own path and it's not that anybody's doing the wrong thing. I'm just going to let them do what they got to do and I'm going to do my shit. And like the people that want to follow me and listen, they'll come around. And you know, it, what's funny, dude, is as you and I become more legitimate and the numbers start getting into the tens, thousands, hundred thousands, I'm sure everybody, bro, will start coming around like, oh man, I should have been going to you. And it's like, okay, like you needed this validation, but like, why were you afraid to trust me before? I don't, I just think that's part of how we are as humans is like, there's this weird dynamic of like, we need other people to validate stuff before we believe. And I don't think it's the right way to do things, but uh, it's, it's, it's just, I think it's an interesting topic, dude, because as new business owners, I think it's something that everybody as a young entrepreneur deals with, right? People that aren't going to, believing you for maybe they don't see us as legitimate enough, which is fair. Or maybe they're just too insecure to go to us and or go to you and like, you know, bring these stuff up. Like, Hey, I'm actually struggling with my weight. I'm, it's hard to talk to you, Dylan, because you know me really well or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, who, I don't know what it is, but it's a very real reality for young entrepreneurs. And I'm sure we're not the only two people dealing with that, you know? No, not at all. But it's, it's also something I would, I would disagree on the fact that you said once we get to those numbers, people are just going to, yeah, they're going to come back like, ah, I'm sorry. So you don't think it'll really, you don't think it'll affect them. But I feel like for me, the it, it might be a little different with the music versus the, okay. uh, yeah, that, that's fair. Yeah, but no, that's no, different, that's different fields. Um, but I'm interested in what you're saying about that. Yeah. Why do you disagree? Because I think you have a good point. Because of the fact that especially if, you came from the same place they did. And like you said, it's, it's due to a sense of insecurity and a lack of confidence in what they're doing, the path that they've chosen. Because most people don't choose their path. They just end up on one and they just keep going, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So to see somebody that you know come from a similar background and do something that they love, and they're passionate about and, and reap social, economic, mental, nutri like all the good sort of benefit that you get, which is everything. Everything that you do in your life is going to benefit if it's something that you're truly passionate about. Yeah. Um, the better you get at it, the more you improve at it. It's the people are not going to want to put themselves in a place of doubt, in a place of insecurity, in a place of that could have or may have been me, or it's a hard sure. thing to face. It, and and honestly, you know, I think it is different with the music because the music is easier to listen to. It's like you play, but I think it still applies though. I think there will be people that, you know, God willing, I get uh, more popular. It's like, they might get that sensation of it's jealousy. I don't want to, you know, and dude, I, a guy I've been listening to recently is Marlon Kraft. He's this guy from New York. He's this white kid. Great. Yeah. Dude, he just put out a new album and it is, oh, it's great. And he has this whole song that's all about how some people just don't grow. Like some people don't grow. And it's, you know, it's, it's a hard song to listen to, not because he makes it really sad, but because it is just such a raw taste of reality that I think is really real. I mean, some people just, they can't get over what it is. And because of that, when they see someone on that growth, especially from the same place, it's like, why the fuck can't I do it? And then I'm a victim of it all the time. Like 
there's rappers I know that are my friends that sometimes I won't listen because I'm like, fuck, I don't want it to be good. It'll piss me off. And I'm trying to learn and, and train myself that that is a toxic human instinct. And it comes from, as I said to you uh, on one of our other conversations, it comes from, especially with guys, this uh, embedded feeling of like, if he's better than me, he'll get to reproduce. It sounds stupid, but like, that's what it comes from. It's that animal instinct. That's where jealousy is. Like, you know, the most intense jealousy comes from, if it's like a girl, if I bring a girl uh, that I'm with, we go out and I see her flirt with another guy. I'm like, I'm about to kill that guy. Right. You like that feeling of like, and that's the human instinct of like, yo, this is mine. Like, you know what I mean? For repro, but not even just for that. Also just like, you know, I don't want you to screw up thing I have. I don't want you to take it from me. And it's like that instinct, that jealousy, it's uh, it's deadly, bro. It can stop you from being the person you're meant to be. And I think it's so important to try to learn how to like, let those feelings go too, you know? Dude, it, and that's why I love doing this. Um, completely step away just to educate people on that. It gives them the ability to make a choice. It gives them that possibility of making a choice because you only know what you know and you don't know what you don't know. And there's always going to be more that you don't know than you do know. So in order to make more choices and have more freedom in the spectrum of choices, there's more doors to open in any situation that you come across. The only way to have more doors to open is to educate yourself on the other hallways and paths and options and outcomes that there is. Dude. I, and I talk about this with you all the time. Like one of my theories of like from a movie I love my dinner with Andre, it's like, if you don't show someone that way, quote unquote, or, show some it's like if you don't know it i I think i hate to say this but like i just i don't know if i believe that humans can think of original concepts like i really think that even an album right that is like my album i like to it's like of course dude i'm pulling from every artist i've ever listened to and putting it all together and you can make something that is new but like that new thing was inspired by something and i think that like if you don't hear something or learn or get educated that it's true like you can never grasp that you if you don't teach some and and there's a lot of songs i like by that guy mcjenkins where he talks about think of kids nowadays bro it's all tv and social media so it's like if all they're seeing is that that is the only reality they know if we don't give them another reality or we don't teach them lessons that these things and you know there are some great shows and great entertainment that does do positive stuff but like if you don't teach people the right stuff or show them it then you just never, if you never watched the podcast, you would have never thought to just do this. I mean, it would be impossible. You know what I mean? And it, I didn't think to watch a podcast. Someone said, hey, I watched this podcast. Yeah, I think you should too. And okay, there's the possibility. There's the po- uh, potential. Educa- they educated you. Even in like the weirdest, in the smallest way, that's education being like, hey, there's this thing I watched you might like. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why... I've been so much more conscious lately of just saying what's on my mind. Educating somebody of what's going on up here allows them to step into my shoes next time I make a decision and they want to know why. Hmm. And that, that in it, in and of itself is communication, which is the best thing that we do as humans more than any other species on the planet 
is we communicate. I brought up this the other day, dude. Think about this, right? As humans and as a conscious species that has a complex language, we are one of the very few animals that can share an experience and forewarn another human or another uh, member of my species society of something based on what I learned from my experience. Like I don't have to do something because you told me not to. Okay. Now I've learned from your experience. We are one of the very few animals that can do that. Now picture this. Imagine if fish could do the same thing. There would be no fucking way to catch a fish unless you went free diving into the ocean and shot it with a spear. You are, every single one of them is going to know exactly what a fish hook looks like and know to stay away. Like, yo, bro, the, fi- the shiny thing with the, yeah, don't go near that. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, fish are uncatchable. Yeah, that's so true, dude. I think that's what separates us from all other animals is that we, I mean, and some animals can do it a little bit, but we really do have this. That's insane. Wow. Wow. It's crazy. We are the only ones that can do that. And like I said, other species are evolving to now do the same thing. Yeah, slowly but surely, yeah. Man, that just fucked me up. That's crazy, dude. I never that's right. The fish analogy is perfect, right? Because you sit there going, why does that keep fucking fighting on? And and let's forget that fish can't even can they don't even remember that it because they fall for the dude. How many times when we fish and we were like, Oh, we we caught this fish before. (laughs) Bro. you have to get the memory and then you have to have the ability to commit. It's like two steps. You have to be able to conceptualize it yourself, which like a lot of animals can't even do that. And then there's animals that can conceptualize it, but they don't know how to communicate it. And then there's our level where we can do all of it seamlessly. And think of how specifically we can do it, bro. It's fucking nuts. Like there's animals, I'm sure like certain apes that can be like, Hey, don't eat this flower. It's poisonous. But like for us, I could literally, you know, a great like uh, first world example is like, hey, bro, don't go on the 405. There's a big accident on the right lane right now. It'll make you 20 minutes late. Take a different route. It's like that is so such a specific way to notify someone or even the stuff we're talking about. It's insane. It's insane. It's in part, it's out of this world. Yeah. Because the ability to call somebody is based on radio waves bouncing off a signal million like thousands of miles away and then redirect like we're just flying around on this ball bro <laughs> honestly it's crazy you said this too so i keep jumping in but uh there was uh this article i read where i think this week there's going to be an asteroid the size of the empire state building passing earth and it just made me think, like, dude, that's, I mean, that's insane. Like, we literally are just, isn't that nuts to think about? It's literally, they said it's, it's going to just go right past us, the size of the Empire State Building. So if that hit a city, it would probably destroy that city, uh, or at least a fucking few blocks. And it's insane to think about, like, uh, a few blocks. Yeah, it would destroy the city, bro. What am I, I think about how fast that thing is going to. Dude, We're li- moving, it, it's, it just came from space. It's literally moving light years. Like, Dude, have you watched One Strange Rock? I think I have. Wait, what is that? That sounds very familiar. Dude, it's a docu-series that Will Smith did on Netflix. I think I, 
I don't know if I've seen it, but I've definitely heard about it. I feel like I might have seen some of it. Yo, you want something to blow your mind about humans and Earth? It's... Oh, my God, dude. Will Smith is the plug for this shit, dude. His whole family is so crazy. Like, they're so down to earth. It's no pun intended. And you, you think about if he didn't take on this this personal growth where like where would his kids be if he decided to accept his environment at a young age who would his kids be it's true and you know what's interesting is we talk about his kids which this to me is like a giant topic i could go into because as you know i'm obsessed with like holly hollywood and celebrities and shit and i try not to be even though it's it's unhealthy but i can't help it i love it it's like the it's interesting because so many there's a lot of kids of famous people who go on to do great things like rashida jones is a great example she's quincy jones and i can't remember the mom's name but like you know but then there's examples that are horrible like charlie sheen or guys we get that are you know they lose their mind or kids that are just they get, get into really bad drugs and, and it's interesting because like you get this family with the smiths where it's like Jaden is like his own fucking icon and this crazy entrepreneur like elon musk type and then you got the, the sister who's making incredible music and has her own branding. And then let's not forget the mom. And then they have this, the mom, the daughter and the grandma have a podcast. Like, yeah, I just got introduced to that red table talk. It's so sick. It's so, dude, I love when they talk about relationships stuff too, like Will and Jada, because I just think it's so interesting to hear. Let's be honest. I mean, two of the most gorgeous people in the world. Uh, I mean, uh, especially Jay, I mean, holy shit. And it's like, how do they manage to, you know, they have all this money. They're always traveling. They're always, they're celebrities. How do they manage to maintain a healthy family? And it's so fucking interesting. Dude. Communication. It's so, dude, it's so complex, but simple. It's crazy. Just being very open about what is going on. And they talked about that, and I watched that episode. I watched the one with Common. I watched the one with Kid Cudi. I watched um, – I watched much more of that, bro. Dude, and it's quick. It's like 20 minutes. It's awesome. It's so awesome. I highly recommend it to anybody out there that's watching or listening. Uh, it's crazy. Dude, I forget that we're doing that ourselves right now. Like, I always forget because we have just, like, crazy conversation. I forget that there's, like – there's opportunities to like hey yeah yeah go check that out you know <laughs> like hey, bro this is like literally for the people that are watching this like this is just a normal everything <laughs> i mean it's, it's, it's the only difference is it's a little guided by questions but bro this is exactly the shit we talk about man. but even then like we both question each other yeah that's true that's something we're not afraid to do you know what i'm saying so it's like it really is you can feel the fact that like we're just going we're neither yeah. speaking of that i got a question for you uh where did you get that dope t-shirt <laughs> yo x-ray who's that guy, who's that guy? <laughs> sorry i had to throw it in there <laughs> um so actually speaking of which do you want to do a promo and do like a discount for anybody listening at home watching uh for the t-shirts the t-shirts that's actually not a bad idea um remember this uh this will be aired right around the time that you uh you release your album probably gotcha i hate to talk about this on the but so the discounts to through teespring i can just set it up with a code i'm assuming right yeah, it's just, that, so yeah how about i do this that's actually not a bad idea dude so i'm gonna do 
since it'll be, I'm going to have a, I don't want to say too much, but I have some new merch that is coming with this that I think is, I'm fucking amped, bro. Fucking amped. So yeah, what I'll do then is let's do, uh, I'll make the code limitless. I don't know what the discount will be, but uh, I'm, I'm assuming I'll make it like 25%. I don't really know. I got to look at it, but uh, we'll talk about it. I'll put it on after the podcast. So guys, when you listen uh, after every episode, there is discounts. Um, Hell yeah. Actually, talking about this shit before, bro. That's a great fucking idea. Yeah. So uh, I forgot that's on me 100% for our, here, our amazing guest. Uh, he was not prepared. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that is a good idea. I don't know what the information is, but you do about it though, because that's that's a great idea, dude. Especially around the time it's dropping, I'm gonna have a lot of stuff coming out. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm definitely psyched for that. So, listen after this. Don't stop listening, uh, and you'll get your discount and your coupon code for all things. That's right. <laughs> that sure looks kind of nice, man. I, yeah. It makes me happy when I see it on other people because, like, I feel like, I, like to me, it, lo- it looks great, but like, it's hard to tell how it'll look as like a fashion type thing. Like for me, it's like as a cover, like photos, I can tell, but it's cool to see. I think it goes real well with with the ponytail. Oh, bro, it looks really uh, like hippie-ish, free, and yeah, bro, it does. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I'm excited. The the newer stuff for the people listening is gonna be uh, the whole theme of this next stuff is Rhode Island related, the merch, the covers, the mixtape itself, the promo. So I'm gonna have some gear coming out that I think you know this stuff. I think is cool looking. It's a cool picture. I got one that's my cover on there. That's cool too. But like, I think these will be a little more uh, appealing. Is just like fashion. Like there, it'll be like Rhode Island themed shirts. It's not necessarily themed to the mixtape. It's yeah. just themed towards Rhode Island. So I'm excited to be able to put it out and, you know, hopefully some people back home, they'll see that. And uh, it could definitely be kind of a cool thing to rep the state in a fashionable way, because let's be honest, bro, we don't really get a lot of that in Rhode Island. I mean, there's too much breeze as a company people can check out with some guys that I know from college. That's great. And there's some great apparel, but I think that it's easier to find stuff for New York and LA and Chicago and yeah. Miami. Like, we don't have a lot of cool gear. So I'm hoping I can like make something that's kind of fresh for, people out in roadie you know what i mean yeah i uh, i'm also um i'm working on updating uh some of my merch and gear um mostly because i want fresher stuff mm. well no it's tough dude for people and for you know i think this is a good topic for like young entrepreneurs i think it's hard because like you know you're great i think you and i are both good with the design and we know what looks good and we're learning and you know we're obviously good with our content like you know how to make great videos with the workout stuff and these nutrition plans and i think my music is getting really good and you know i have the film experience to make animations and like but i think a hard thing is like if you don't have a background in fashion um, even if you're someone who's fashionable and you don't have a background i think it is like a learning process where I think that's like what I'm trying to do is like, I think this stuff is good promo, but like I want to make stuff that in addition to being good promo is just cool. Like shit that people want to wear because that's how you get people to spend the money is like in the, it's like you're going to buy the album or stream the album because you think the music will be good. You're not going to buy the shirt or the hat or whatever, unless you think it'll also look cool. in addition to So it's like, I think that is, it's true, man, for people. It's like, that's what I'm trying to learn is how can I, that reminds me of something I actually need to do. I'm happy you brought that up. I just thought of something I could ask my guy to make for me. But no, it's true, man. I think that's a huge part of it is like if, if we can update it and make it a little fresher, it's like people are more likely to buy it. And then that's just better branding. And it's just, you know, man, I think as like a business owner, it's like you want to make products 
that aren't always, even if it has the logo, like it's not, the main goal isn't to promote or to help me out. It's like, I'm just trying to make a cool community. I'm trying to make sure it's that people can like, and we can all feel connected over the same stuff. You know what I mean? Not hundred percent. And I just love like 90% of the shirts in there are either um, for my brands and companies, uh, a bunch of them. Uh, but I have like you, uh, Chris Capon, my old teammate, Danny Moore, and um, like, I want to say probably three or four other people, like um, their gear, like stuff that they made, they came out with. Very few of my shirts, like going out shirts are, you know, traditional, buy them at wherever. Uh, but like when I'm wearing t-shirts, I'm not at work. I'm always repping something that I know that I'm close. That's like someone I support. Do you got me inspired, bro? I really, I, I gotta, I want to do that more, bro. Because for me, I've been like broke and haven't really been focusing on my clothing, but now that I'm like kind of slowing down and like trying to buy some more stuff, like, I think that's something I want to do more. It's like, we got to support each other, bro. And it's like a shirt goes a long way, dude. Even I was talking to my stepbrother a couple of days ago and he's like, you know, my stepmom told him, uh, told me like, she's like, oh yeah, I mean, he wears your shirt every week. Like he, he won't tell you about it, but like he wears it every week to school. And I'm like, that is such a real connection. It's unbelievable. You know what I mean? Dude, and it's not buying a t-shirt once. But it's wearing it once a week for five years. Mm. You know how many times that is? That's, yeah, that's 250 times that that shirt was worn and other people got to see who it was. Never mind you take a picture with it or someone like me, like taking, I take videos all the time to have other people's gear on, to have my gear on. It goes so much further because there's so much emphasis on and that's why every so every episode I've worn a T-shirt that is either mine and I think resembles that person in their mindset or what they do, or I've worn their shirt, their gear. This is some for the people listening. I know we keep saying it, but like this is some inspirational genius stuff, bro. That's fuck. I'm inspired. Like really, dude. I it's so smart and it makes me so happy that you because when i saw it it instantly was like oh i'm amped to talk like yeah, yeah. oh fuck you got the shirt on bro fuck yeah like <laughs> it's uh dude that's that's a great that's a genius idea for the podcast and you know man you know what do you what do we wear otherwise it's like big corporations and the truth of the matter is like yeah dude it's great you know nike is great fashion but like do i really need to support my nike anymore i think lebron and other guys got it covered they don't need me it's <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, and that's the key. It's like the only difference between our gear and their gear is their gear looks better because it's professionally made. So if we can get our gear to look that way, it's game over, bro. It's game that's, over. That's what it is. And that's going to take time. Nike didn't come out with top of the line gear the first time they were rocking it. Like, no, it was trash. Trash. <laughs> People were wearing Converse All-Stars to play in the NBA just 50 years ago. Like, let's not forget, people. Like, <laughs> It's crazy. It's true. You know what I'm saying? People don't understand that, that because we're so blindsided by the amount of information that we're exposed to every day now, we forget how quickly things are changing. But, yeah, I mean, that's a whole – do we could talk for another – Yeah, I was about to say, that's like literally another hour, but yeah. 
dude, like <laughs> insane. And I actually have uh, I have someone I gotta hit up soon. Um, another collaboration I'm looking to do on here uh, that's near and dear to my heart. So everybody, please look out for that. Um, speaking of basketball and a whole bunch of other things, uh, what what is it that makes you feel like your best self uh, like a single activity i'm doing it later today and it's being in the studio bro hands down okay cool that to me is like going to the beach basketball friends like there's some activities or even just like some activities by myself like meditations and stuff but like honestly more than anything and why I want it to be my career is when I'm in that studio, it is like the most, I literally feel like I'm flying and it's like the freedom within that little box to just get as creative as you want is like the ultimate drug to me, you know? Mm. Dude, uh, it gets me high too, for sure. Like you, I mean, we, we know what me, you and Eric can bring to the table. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you on a serious note, dude, like, uh, when I really, as, as this is getting more serious and like doing more studio sessions, like I cannot wait to start having you got like, I just feel like what people don't realize, cause I, this is how I was like, and this might just be me too, but like, this is the one I'm going to today. It's in North Hollywood. And like, bro, I was looking at their page and I haven't checked it in a while. They've been having hella famous people come through, bro. Like T-Pain was there fucking uh sweetie like all these different especially a lot of newer artists like that are popping now like that new generation bro rolling through and like it's really cheap i I think that people like it because it's a low-key studio but so me dude like i always had this perception that like studios were like really not serious but it was like more of like but bro it is so fun like (laughs) anybody can come through and it's like the person like i'm the guy who's paying for it so whoever's paying for it it's like as long as they're responsible and making sure that nothing's getting out of line like for what they want because everybody's different like some people want parties i think i will eventually like right now i just enjoy having a a calm like free environment where anybody can say anything and that's the thing it's like i didn't realize that it would be so like i mean people just go there and hang out yeah bro it's nuts like people are just fucking chilling yeah like the tat it's like it's like ronnie's man it's like the tattoo shop it's just like yo come through I mean, if you're going to bring people and you're getting tatted, just make sure they behave. <laughs> no, but see, it's exactly like that. And it's like, yo, as long as like when we would roll through, Eric, you're the one getting tatted. As long as we don't get out of line, you're not getting in trouble. Like you're the main person's responsible. But other than that, bro, like it's, it's the work is getting done, but there's also a lot of other stuff going on. And like in the studios out here and, you know, any big city, it's crazy because you can pay, you know, the one I'm going to is the cheap one, but you can pay for the nice room. And bro, they literally have a room that's like a party room the studio where there's like the engineer and then the booth and like you rent all of that. So you can have like a party going on with people recording. And then it's like, the one I'm at is like one room and then a little booth, but it's like, even there it's like, there's a table, there's chairs, like a couch or whatever. So it's crazy, man. It's just, I love that. Yeah. So, all right. Dude, I feel like I still want to talk forever. But we gotta we gotta wrap this up because we're gonna do a hundred more of these. We're gonna do a hundred more of these, and like, I know you want to head down to the beach and get your mind right, and before you go to the studio too. Um, so I'm super stoked. I hope you have the best studio 
vision and time of your life. Uh, I want to be there and I can't wait till, like you said, we can all just go chill and do that. Um, I have very big hopes for you guys doing stuff with me in the future as well. And like, we all have that hope, right? Like we, we all, and that's the best thing about this time is we can all begin to do that. And like I was talking about last time, like utilizing people in different industries and fields and learning how we're connected and how we can help each other is like, it's just epic. It's so awesome. I'm so pumped to one, hear your album, which y'all better check. Y'all better listen to. Um, I'm sure I will be throwing it out there like crazy. Well, you're on it. So just so you know. Low key. (laughs) So y'all better definitely check. All right. But seriously, where can they check it out? Where is, where can anybody and everybody dive into your world? Easy as this. My main social media that I like to use, which can link you to any other is Instagram. X-Ray Music Official. That's X-R-E Music Official. You can go there. There's a link in my bio that can get you to any platform you prefer. It's got all my streaming. It's got all my merch and everything. So uh, X-Ray Music Official. I mean, I have lots of stuff dropping as September comes around. And um, I just want to say to you, thank you for doing this, man. I think it is uh, such a awesome tool, podcasting, and it's a great way to connect all these people that, like you're saying, within this community of we're young entrepreneurs, whatever our business may be, and to be able to like put this out there for whoever views it is incredible and a way, like for me, this was fun. This wasn't a chore. This was like, I'm, I was looking forward to this and I'm happy we did it. You know what I mean? So like, thank you for putting this together and making it so professional for us. I'm very impressed. Dude, he's saying thank you. And for everybody listening and watching, right? He said, how many times did he say thank you? I'm telling you, the most grateful kid in the world. And what's insane is he is the one who really taught me how to do all of this. So, <laughs> yeah, it's true. If there is any more reason to go check out what he's doing, because he's so selfless and awesome. Thanks, man. His music and support, and uh, don't forget to keep on grab some fresh teas. Uh, <laughs> but last question, got to throw it at you: top five dead or alive conversations you'd like to have? Who are they? Like people to have conversations with? People to have a thirty-minute conversation with? Top five people, dead or alive? All right. This isn't any particular order because I don't know if I can put it in order. But number one, I'm going to say is Obama. 100%. Uh, Number two is Jay-Z. Number three is someone I'm not a lot of people. I said the sound of the police. (laughs) (laughs) Number three. Number three, Hunter S. Thompson. Uh, Writer from back in the 60s. Incredible writer, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Um, Next, I'll say JFK, just wow. because I think he was an incredible politician and a seemingly great guy. I would love to hear his theories. And then, oh, the last one, which I had a five-minute conversation with this guy, but I'll get my yeah. is common, bro. I knew it. <laughs> common. Bro, that, I don't know. I had a quick five last time, but I think that might have beat it. 
<laughs> Most people take like ten minutes to come up with their five. You might have you might have just produced the the Limitless Theory podcast record for <laughs> for top five. But um, that is a that is a dope five. Uh, Wait, what's the five? Read it back to me. What was the five? I'm trying you to have think. Obama, Jay Z, Hunter S. Thompson, JFK, and Common. That's pretty solid. I might switch out JFK for a different guy if I had more time to think about it, but I'll leave it for now. Yeah, no, dude. If you want to, text me. <laughs> yeah, <I'll> th- <laughs> the trade deadline doesn't end till this airs. So, good to know. <laughs> you can edit it in there, like when you're. It's out the, instead of JFK. I'm like, it'll put the name. Like, uh, technical file. Uh, we we had a late we had a late trade. Um, <laughs> Number seventh pick in the LT360 podcast <laughs> draft. I'd be thinking of the old, like, when I was on a baseball team, all the fucking symbols, bro. Like, <laughs> uh, shouts to Ribby, bro. Shouts to Ribby. Dude, um, shout out to Parkview Middle School. <laughs> Jesus Christ. PVMS. <laughs> you know, I remember that people, like, I don't know if it was uh, maybe Tori, I think was her name, bro. They used to call me fucking shady all the time. I think about it now. I never realized that. Me, bro? I'm not shady, bro. I'm not really talking to him, bro. Why would people call me shady? <laughs> Just had that memory recently. I remember getting that was a little weird time, but some of the best times of our life. So, you said the best, bro. Yeah. All right, y'all. Appreciate everybody for listening. Um, I 100% hope that you gained something from this. If you did, please share it with somebody. Let somebody know um, about it, about us, about me, about Brard, about X-Ray, whatever it may be. Like we were saying this entire time, any bit of communication allows for the spectrum to infinitely go on. So it all adds up. And karma will always come back so anything appreciated Brart? anything you want to say i was thinking of my last remark and all i want to say to everybody out there is take it easy on yourself man to everybody everybody that's listening just take it easy man life's life's a lot you should we all gotta have perspective and be proud of ourselves we're all better than we were hopefully a year ago so just take it easy that's the last thing i gotta say take it easy you heard the man all right much love Until next time, be limitless. Please, y'all, if you were able to take anything from today's podcast, please share it with your friends, family, and anybody looking to live that free and limitless lifestyle. Or you could even write a review or leave a comment down below for us. It'll be greatly appreciated. I'm also looking to partner with the best of the best in the brands and services that are going on in these industries that I'm discussing here with guests, and I believe we have some. So please go check them out and support them whenever possible. You will not be disappointed. With that being said, y'all got to go check out Brard's link in the, the description down below. It's going to bring you to his fan page. He's going to have gear on there. And for the listeners only, He's offering 25% off on anything and everything in that store, t-shirts and other things of apparel sorts. So please, please, please go check this dude out. 
You saw the shirt in the video. If you want one yourself, go check it out and use code LIMITLESS, all capitalized, LIMITLESS at checkout for 25% off, man. The guy's not even making a profit on it. Please go support him, all right? Just show out, wear the shirt, and talk about it. That's all we're looking for in this small business world. Support the locals, support your homies, and we can all grow together. We're not in competition. We're just collaborating. Partner number two is right on that same vibe. We got Conquer Entertainment. If you're in the music industry, you've got to check out Conquer Entertainment. It's a real deal platform. You have to qualify in order to get your music on there. But if you're looking to monetize your network and your fans and bring in additional income while you are producing music and traveling and touring, this is what you need. You can make a serious income from the streams of your music, and it's all genres, not, you know, leaving anybody out. Like I said, collaboration over competition. You can also sell exclusive products through there. It's an amazing, amazing platform. Conquer Entertainment, go check it out. That link is down below in the description. And lastly, the partner store of the day is Kroger Ship. Dot com. It is a partner store with shop.com. If you are a partner of mine or if you're an unfranchised owner listening in, you've got to check out Kroger. You can buy all your groceries through there, non-perishables, you know, anything from toilet paper and paper towels to cleaning products. And I just made a huge order. I got 15% off my first order with Kroger Ship. I also got free shipping because it was over $35 and I also made 6.6% commissions back on the money I spent for that order for the groceries for the next week or two. You cannot go wrong. Super, super, super easy and you can even order them right from your phone or through the shop.com app. So definitely go check out Kroger Ship if you're not a fan of going to the supermarket or you just want to save time and realize that time is money and you can use that time in other ways to get more stuff done. You don't have to worry about going to the store, spending gas, and you can get 2% cash back if you are just a free customer. But on that first order, you'll get 15% off and free shipping over $35. So you really can't go wrong. Go check out Kroger Ship and if you want more information on how to become a free shop.com customer, and get that 2% cash back, just hit a brother up, all right? Hope y'all have a great day. Please remember to support the locals and the people that are allowing this podcast, podcast to continue. Thank you guys so much. I'm super, super grateful for y'all. And as always, I am, we are, life is limitless. Peace out.